Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. Title of my message. He said, because some people can't hear without a title. So the title of my message is It's Time to Fight. In Lifeline, our foundational scripture is Ephesians 6 and 11. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So not even knowing that the youth were going to sing that song today, it just kind of flowed all in together. Um, Because it was about taking back what the devil took from you and fighting to get it back. So nugget number one, whether we believe it or not, we're in a battle. Whether we believe it or not, we are in a battle. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. If there was no battle, we would need no weapons. Imagine, imagine going to war and fighting and not having the tools and equipment that you need in order to succeed in that battle. So where's the battle, you ask? The battle, the evidence of the battle lies in the broken world we see. The broken homes, identity confusion, murders, confusion in the world. God didn't intend for us to live like this. He didn't intend for us to live like that. He didn't intend for the family to be broken. He didn't intend for uh, divorce, he didn't intend for uh, sin. That's, that's not what he created the world for. Uh, he's the father of peace, so he loves peace. He enjoys peace. He, he is the father. He created peace. He wants peace. Um, he's identified as love, and he gives his mercy, and is full of compassion. So why doesn't the world he created reflect him? It's because of the battle. The battle between good and evil light and darkness, that battle. So it leads us to a term that may make some feel uncomfortable. Some may not even know it. Imagination might not even be able to comprehend it. But that term is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. We're fighting a spiritual war. Even though there may be a natural war going on in the world, there's also a spiritual war going on. That's when the enemy is coming against us and trying to take everything that God has for us. Spiritual warfare is defined as the inward and outward battle that we face against the enemies of God. I know that may sound a little deep, and I'm, try- and I'm not trying to be deep, but I just want to sound an alarm and let y'all know what spiritual warfare is. <laughs> Thank you. It takes the power of God to fight, to fight these battles and to fight these battles correctly. Because we can't fight these battles alone. We need to understand that we need, we need the word of God. We need, we need God to undergird us and instruct us and teach us and push us. And he's equipped us with the tools that we need in order to fight. So with that, it's time to fight. Nugget number two. The word of God is our most powerful weapon. It's the most powerful weapon. <laughs> uh, 
they will fight against us, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. That's Jeremiah 1, 19. So when you know that the fight is fixed, you can flex. So when I say that you know that the fight is fixed, you can flex, it's because you got the tools. So go with me to Ephesians. We're going to go back to Ephesians. We're going to go back to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. And I'm not going to go through all of it, but I am going to hit on hit on the high spots. We're going to talk about the tools that uh, God has given us to fight this war, to fight this battle. The tools that God has given us to undergird and uh, for you to use <laughs> to, uh, to win. So in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul, he outlines the spiritual armor that we, uh, that we as believers must wear in order to stay in the fight. So he starts off with the belt of truth. The belt of truth, truth can only be found in God's word. You can find the truth in God's word. And when you remain in his word, we can distinguish what is true from what is untrue. Can you imagine how different our society would be if everyone were the truth of God's word? Can you imagine how the world would be if all of our politicians told the truth, walked in the truth, believed in the truth? Can you, can you imagine how things would be if you always told the truth? Can you imagine how things would be if you just walked in truth at all times? And I know some people say, I always tell the truth. I always tell the truth. I don't lie. Walk in truth. If you walk in the truth, <laughs> if, if you're walking in the truth, you'll be good. <laughs> the next is the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, Paul talks about, is used to guard your heart because our righteousness is not our own. God gave Christ's perfect righteousness to us uh, when accused by Satan to protect your heart with the truth of your right standing in Christ. Unrighteous acts are like an open invitation to Satan and his demonic forces to invade our hearts and lives. So when you're out in the world and you're living unrighteous, you're doing things that are against God. That's like, that's like you opening yourself up, saying, hey, devil, come get me. I'm, I'm here. I'm open. I want to play. I want to play in your playground. I want to I do what you want me to do. And that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to live a righteous life. So you got to wear the breastplate of righteousness to keep your heart pure, to keep your heart clean so that you can so that you can fight. Because if your heart isn't clean, if your heart isn't pure, you won't be able to fight. Next up are our shoes of peace. You got to walk in peace. You can't you can't walk in. uh, You can't walk in frustration. You can't walk in strife. You can't walk in envy. You got to learn how to walk in peace, because when you're in peace, you're not in conflict. And you seek unity and reconciliation, both in your relationship with others and with God. So if you've come to a situation and you've come across somebody in your life that may cause problems or it may cause division, if you as a Christian, you know, if you take that and you walk in peace toward them, you walk in love toward them, then you've just taken that power away from them. You've defeated them because you've walked in peace. So you've got to walk in your shoes of peace and walk in peace and keep your heart strong. Next up is the, is the shield of faith. The shield of faith. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things that are not seen. Whatever Satan throws at you, whatever Satan throws at you, know that you are more than an overcomer. Whatever he throws at you, whatever fiery darts he fires your way, you got that shield of peace there to protect you. Shield of faith. You got that. Thank you. You got that shield of faith there to protect you, to resist those fiery darts, to, to resist that evilness 
that, that he's shooting your way. Imagine the devil throwing his arrows of fear, hate, pain. Now imagine holding up that shield, blocking those arrows from hitting you. Never, never taking a role in your life. Never taking root in your life because you got that shield up. So that means no matter what he's throwing at you, no matter what you're facing, no matter what evilness comes your way, if you got that shield of faith, if you're walking in faith, the devil can't touch you. You're backing him up off you. So you got to keep that shield of faith up so you can protect yourself and walk in faith and know that God has you. Last is, the, uh, not last, but next up is the helmet of salvation. Your salvation is your identity. It's your security. It's your title deed. <laughs> the helmet protects your mind because you wear it over your head so it protects your mind. It enables you to think God's thoughts and not operating human wisdom. So how many times has something occurred in your life and you feel like, I got this. You feel like, you know, I'm facing this situation. I got to get myself out of it. I got this going on. I got to get myself out of it. I got that going on. I got to do I, 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 I. God didn't call us to rely on ourselves. He called us to rely on him. He gave us the tools that we need in order for us to rely on him. So if you put on the helmet of salvation, you're protecting your mind against not only the devil, but you're also protecting your mind against yourself. That way you work and you stay within the, the wills of the Holy Spirit. Next is the sword of the spirit. It is the word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12 reminds us that for the word of God is living and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even into the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the word of God, that's our main tool that we use to fight. When the devil comes against us, we got to go back at him with the word. You got to go back at him with the word. He comes to you and says, man, you, you're not good enough. You got to say the word says I am. The devil says, you, you're in lack. Nah, the, the word of God says that I'm not. The devil says you're weak. Nope, I'm strong. The devil tells you that you don't have it. Nope, the word of God says. You got to go back with him and tell him it is written because only the word of God is what can be used to defeat Satan and those demons. You got to use the word of God. So in Lifeline, I, I got a little saying. I know in the Bible it's called, it's called the sword of the spirit, but... Because the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So I just use it as a word play and I say sword. You know what I'm saying? It's the sword because it's the word of God that we're using as a sword to take out the enemy. So you got to remember to use that word. Anytime the devil comes against you, just, just let him know, hey, it's written. It's written that you can't defeat me. It's written that I'm a winner. It's written that I will defeat you. It's written that you don't have a stronghold in my life. It is written. Because of the word of God says that you can have what you say. Uh, last one is prayer. Prayer is our divine communication, connection with the Father. In Romans 8 and 26, it says, The Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us, which groanings which cannot be uttered. So that means when you're in your prayer time and you're speaking in your prayer language and you're talking to God, you may not know what you're saying, but your spirit knows what you're saying. When you're talking in your prayer language and you're making that one-on-one -on -one connection, you're making that divine connection from you and it's vertical to God, that, that's your spirit talking to his spirit. They're tra it's transmitting and letting the spirits know what, what you need. And God is also delivering to you what he wants you to have. 
So you got to have a good prayer life because if you don't, if you're not in a good prayer life, if you're not in good communication with the Holy Spirit, if you're not in good communication with the Father, then how do you know how to be led? How do you know which way to go? How do you know how to operate? How do you know how to defeat that enemy? How do you know how to fight that particular battle that you're facing? You got to pray. So if you take your prayer, if you take prayer, you take your word, the word of God, you take the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, you walk with the shoes of peace, the breastplate of, the breastplate of righteousness, and your belt of truth, and you got all you need. You got the armor that you need to stand against the devil. You got the armor that you need to fight. You got the armor that you need to protect yourself when you're out in this world. You got the armor that you need to come against the enemy, to come against those fiery darts, to come against anything that's not of God. You got your armor. So once you got your armor, all you got to do is stand. You got to stand there. You got to fight. You got to go after it. Once he comes at you, you can't, you can't tuck tail and run. You got to stand there. You got to fight. You got you to take those tools that the Lord has given you and fight. So it's time to fight. It's time for us to get out into the world. It's time for us to, to look upon those enemies, look upon those, those things that are being faced, that, that are being sent our way. And it's time for us to fight. It's time for us to use our word. It's time for us to take the word of God and deliver it to our friends and to our peoples and to our family members to help get them saved. Because right now the world is in trouble. And for Christians, it's time for us to fight. We got to get out there and we, we got to fight those demonic forces. Uh, we got we to fight, fight that identity crisis right now. There's, you know, there's people out there in the world who are struggling. They don't know who they are. We got social media telling our teens that they need to live like this. They need to live like that. They need to do this. They need to do that. But as Christians, it's time for us to fight. We got to get out there. We got to fight. We got to get. We got to show them the word. We got to teach them the word. We got to give them the word. We got to give them the tools that we've been equipped with so they can learn how to fight. So it's time for us to fight and take back everything that the devil has stole from you personally. A lot of us are living. Uh, I don't want to say a lot of us are living, but there's some of us out here living a defeated life. And you don't have to live a defeated life because it's time to fight. So if you fight back and you take the word of God, the words that the God has deposited in you, that God has released in the world for you, take those words, give them back to him, and fight. You can win. And the Bible says that we're winners. We can't be defeated. So if you, take, if you take that word and you take those tools and you take that armor and you fight, you can win. So for us, yeah, it's, it's time to fight. It's time to fight. Time to fight. <laughs> so we're not alone in this battle. We're not alone at all. The Holy Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit walks with us. He guides us. He leads us. He, he ushers us. So the Holy Spirit will tell you, He's like uh, He's like the great general. You know, I've never. I'm not in the armed services, but I know some some of us in the in the building are. So you know, you got the the hierarchs. And forgive me if I get it wrong, but you got the general or the majors, those that uh, put together the battle plan. And they put together the battle plan, and then they pass it down to, to the soldiers. So the Holy Spirit is like our general. Or we're like the soldiers. So he creates the plan. Then he downloads it to us, and it's for us to go out and execute. And if we don't go out and execute, then we can be defeated. But according to his word, we don't be defeated if we walk in the tools and the righteousness that he has given us. <laughs> so our Holy Spirit empowers us with wisdom and courage and strength to face any challenge that we got head on. So he, he strengthens us to keep us to face any challenges. So we embrace his presence and we emerge victorious in the battles of life.
As long as we walk with the Holy Spirit, you will always, you will always emerge victorious in the battles of life. So as we face these challenges and trials of life, it is crucial to remember the wisdom of Ephesians. The passage reminds us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. The people are real. The problems are real. They're just not the root problem. They're not the root problem. They're being used by the enemy to come against us. They're being used to come against you or whatever situation you may be facing. They're not the root problem. To stand firm in the face of spiritual warfare, we must put on the full armor of God. That's the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, being ready with the gospel of peace and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and the word of God. With these powerful tools, we can not only defend, defend ourselves, but we can also advance in our spiritual journey. Using those tools, we can move forward. We can win. We can defeat the, we can defeat the enemy. So let us be vigilant and prayerful, drawing strength from our faith, trusting in God's promises and leaning on the power of his word. In spiritual warfare, our victory is assured when we equip ourselves with God's armor and rely on his guidance and protection. So again, you put on the armor, you rely on God, rely on his protection, and you can win. Uh, we're more than conquerors, so make sure you stand firm, and it stops, and it stops uh, the devil from defeating you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So with that, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of age. So that's Jesus telling you, go out, grab the people, make them disciples, bring them back into the house. You're not doing it alone. I'm there with you. I've given you the tools. I've given you the armor. I'm here. Let's do it. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.